Hey you guys, welcome to show 15, Are You a Good Friend of the Curtains Up Podcast. My apologies for my absence last week, but let's dig into the topic at hand. So, um, this topic about being a good friend really came up to me because of how adulthood has been kicking my ass. <laughs> um, I don't think that I was fully prepared for being an adult within a pandemic or being an adult and losing someone close to me um, on top of like learning to do a new job and, you know, adjusting just to be an adult, being an adult um, anyways. So like those things on top of each other are very stressful things to deal with, um, especially seeing like I never lost anyone before, anyone close to me at least. Um so this is like my first time experiencing loss and grief. So, you know, all those things together have really caused me to need um stronger support from my friends and the people around me. However, I don't think that I'm actually receiving it. And it's not because I think that the people that I'm friends with are bad people or bad friends. It's just that the way that our friendships were formed were not built off of that. So in order for them to know that I need more support, I need to be more vocal and I also need to be more supportive. Um, and a lot of my friends don't know me to be emotional or don't know me to be stressed out because in the past I wasn't that stressed out and I also wasn't so in tune with my emotions. So the way that I'm asking people to show up for me now, I I haven't done that. To be honest, I have to actually admit that I wasn't as emotionally supportive as I could have been. I wasn't um, a good enough listener because I wasn't listening to myself and I wasn't supporting myself emotionally. So right now, the kind of friend, the kind of friend I need is a kind of friend I've never been before. So that's that's a hard truth I had to tell myself. Um, and for someone that's going through something similar to what I'm experiencing right now, where you feel like you need more support, really ask yourself if what you're asking for from your friends, have you ever given that to them? And I'm I'm pretty sure you'll be um, very shocked by your answer. Um, so just to start off, you know, I love to connect every issue, everything to childhood. And the first thing that came to my mind when thinking about um, am I a good friend is how... Having a black mother is shapes the way you make make friends. And I think all of us black women have experienced our mothers telling us, hey, whoever, so-and-so is not your friend. And it might be the one girl that you want to be friends with the most. It might be the one girl that you feel like, this going to be my best friend. She's so cool. She's so cute. She's so this, blah, blah, blah. But... Your mom specifically says she's not your friend or she's like points out negative things about her and tells you like she doesn't want you to be friends with her, but you want to be her friend. So you're like behind your mom's back. Like you don't really hang out at your house, but you'll go to her house and like your mom keeps telling you that's not your friend. That's not your friend. And eventually either you start to listen to your mom, you stop being her friend or you or she does something, your friend does something to where you you guys stop having to be friends. So it's very um it's very difficult um making friends as a child with a mother that's constantly telling you people are not like I understand that it's 
they're trying to protect us and they want to be a safety net, but it puts in your head the like people like this sense of um I don't know if it's shame or fear when making friends because you're always worried and whether the person has ulterior motives even as a child. That's a very harsh thing to put on a child to have to worry about whether people are fake or not as a child like <laughs> as a young girl we should not be worrying about whether or not people want to be friends with us for ulterior motives we should just be able to make friends however we were not raised that way and it's very like hard so I think that like that fear or that like you know wanting to dig deep wanting to see the person for who they truly are carries into young womanhood where there's already a sense of competitive nature um, when it comes to being an adolescent, being a teen. So we have this piece from my childhood that is very um, suspicious and apprehensive because we have been wronged as children. People have been fake towards us as children. Our mother also tells us like, such and such is not your friend. So we have that piece, right? That's piece number one. Then piece number two is the competitive nature of femininity. Um, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I feel as though oftentimes when there's a group of women in a space, there is a air of competitiveness. Someone wants to say, oh, I have this money. I have these bags. I have these shoes. Someone wants to say, oh, all the, all the dudes that you want to fuck with want to fuck with me. Like there's always a, a, um, sometimes it's like a war, like a, a, like a shitting contest. Like, oh yeah, you think you bad. You think you this, but I got blah, 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 blah. And if it's not that person trying to compete with you, it's them telling you, oh, yeah, you got this, but my friend, she da 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 You know what I'm saying? So either it's like they going to boast about what they have or they going to boast about what their friend have. And like in in some instance, um, somebody is trying to belittle somebody else. And I feel like it begins around like late middle school, eighth grade to high school where we begin to feel like because we are all after certain people, um, be it boys or girls that we are attracted to, there is an air of competition where we need to demean and we need to belittle other women in order to make ourselves feel better. Now, you may say, oh, I'm not a hater. I've been um, congratulating and da 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 I've been appreciating women since the very beginning. Yeah, all right, that may be cool, but you can't say that you've never contributed to that mindset, that you've never contributed to the competitive nature of femininity. Have you ever said to your friend, hey, yeah, he might be fucking with her, but she don't look better than you, she not dissing you, da-da-da-da. Every girl has said that, even if you have not said that about a woman who was directly, quote unquote, in competition with you, you've said that about somebody else before. Be honest. It's, it's just the truth. Like, literally, all of us have said that. Oh, yeah, you want to fuck with her, but she don't even got what you got. She don't even got what I got. I look way better than her. We have all done that. So... It's like we, we, the piece number one, we're suspicious, we're apprehensive. And then piece number two, we feel like we're in competition and we need to demean and degrade other people in order to get the things that we want, be it a position, be it a, a romantic partner, be it a friend. People are out here disrespecting 
demeaning, um, talking bad about people, talking down and on, down on people because they don't want other people to be your friend. Like they don't want their friends to be friends with you. Do you do you hear that? Like I want you guys to understand this. When your friend is friends with someone else, if they're a good friend, they're going to be a good friend regardless of who else they're friends with. It's about them being a good friend to you. Whoever else they're friends with doesn't have anything to do with that. Please stop perpetuating this idea that because you have beef with somebody, because you don't like somebody, then your friends can't talk to them. Because that's a bunch of bullshit. Your problem with that person is your problem. Until they do that thing to me, or if I feel like what they did to you was like way above what I believe is in my moral standing, you have no right to tell me who I can and cannot be friends with. That's so toxic. Stop doing that. Your friends can be loyal to you and still be friends with people that you dislike. Because if they're a good friend, they're not telling your business. They're not speaking on this person with you. And if they if they have to defend you, they'll do that. And like I said, if they feel like whatever that person did to you was so wrong, they just won't be their friend. But don't be trying to make beef or make other people have the same ill feelings that you have. It's not fair. Everybody don't have to be for who you beefing with. No, that's just not how it works. Everybody do not have to be for who you beefing with. Because that's so wrong. Stop it, please. Um, but yeah, so we have this competitive nature, this demeaning, this disrespect. And then as the older we get, the more we feel like we need friends. So in in middle school and high school, we are in this um, space where it's easier to make friends. We have classes with people. Um, we don't have as many responsibilities taking up our time. So if we want to hang out, we can do that. You know, life is not as serious. So even though we have this suspicion and we have this competitive nature or we have this history of disrespect and demeaning, um, people that should be our friends, we still have time in order to make bonds that are what we deem is healthy or what we feel like we need. Now, during the time of middle school and high school, some people may have experienced trauma or may have stressors, but it's not to the weight of being an adult because you still don't have as many responsibilities. You're not paying bills. Um, most most of us, anyways. Let me not speak for everyone. But most of us are not paying bills. We don't have any real responsibilities, probably outside of, like, babysitting our siblings or, like, homework. And, like, you know, things that are not really do or die life or death you know so even though we have that one puzzle piece that's these two puzzle pieces that are that put constraints on how we make friends it's not the end of the world because we have so much time and like the world is not on our shoulders we can do it because it's not you know nothing is really holding us back from making friends because we're in the perfect environment, the perfect situation to make friends, even though we have these two things that could set us back. However, when you become an adult, you have to shift. So you get to college and you are apprehensive. You are suspicious. You also have been in situations where either you have been disrespected due to to competition or you have disrespected someone else because of competition. So you have these two things, you have these two bags, you the bag lady, which are two bags, coming into college or coming into adulthood, and this is when it's do or die, you know? At this very moment, you may not have the whole world on your shoulders, but your your bags are heavy. What you have to carry is, is getting heavier and heavier. 
as time goes on. So you're trying to make friends in a new environment where people may not know you, the people you may know may be halfway across the world or may not have time for you anymore. So you have to start from level zero. You have to start from the bottom and build yourself and build your friendships and build your support system to where you feel like it needs to be. Now, this causes stress because one, depending on the people that you want to be friends with or the people you are around, some people feel like you need to prove yourself in order to be their friend. Some people are not just nice, like, hey, this girl's nice. I think she's funny. Let me be her friend. Some people want you to do mental, emotional, physical gymnastics to be their friend. And if you're in um, a situation, I know at Spelman, because it's all-girls school, a lot of people feel like it's a competition. I need to be the best this. I need to be the best that. So a lot of people are competing for popularity. So you you have your two bags. Now you're doing gymnastics to prove yourself to other people. Some stuff you may want to do on your own. That just may be the person that you are. But a lot of people are performing for other people so they can be popular, so people can be their friends, so people can say, oh, yeah, she's that girl. Okay, cool. But at the end of the day, you can be that girl and not have any friends and not have any real support. People are your friend or support you because you're popular, but not because they really give a shit about who you are. So again, we we gonna address this every podcast. Stop performing because it doesn't help you. Because at the end of the day, when the lights are off, this sh- when shit hit the fan, your supporters not there. You need friends. You don't need supporters. You don't need yes men. You need friends. Friends are not yes men. Okay. So you know we're coming into adulthood, and we realize that this shit is really hard. It's really heavy and we need someone or some people who have had common experiences, who understand us, who are good listeners, who can support us. But like I said, we're apprehensive. We're suspicious. We feel like we're in competition with people. So we have these um, barriers on us and also we are in a new place where people don't know us. So the way you might have operated before, I know for me personally, the way I've operated before going to Spelman was nothing like how people at Spelman were cut. So if I came in to Spelman with my Riverdale attitude, my Riverdale um, aggression, I wasn't going to have any friends. And that's and that's what honestly happened to me. Freshman year, I operated as how I operated in high school at Riverdale. I was hella aggressive. I said what I wanted to say when I wanted to say it. And I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to do. Because I'm like, you doing something stupid, but you stupid. And I would say stuff like that to my friends. Like, there was no filter. There was no cushion. There was no, like, I was I was, an, I was a bitch, y'all. To be quite frank, I was a bitch. I was putting my nose in places where it didn't belong. I wasn't being supportive. I was being judgmental. And I was being rude. Some of y'all don't understand that because you was raised somewhere and because of where you came from allowed for certain things does not mean it's okay. You have to make a shift. When after freshman year, I saw everybody around me just disappear. I realized that I was a problem because all of them are still friends. So it had to be me. And when I realized that and realized how I treated them and how I can't attribute everything to where I came from and the type, the quote unquote type of person I am. That's when I had to realize I had to make a change. Stop making people think 
that because, oh, I'm from this place and that's just how I am. That it, Don't nobody owe you that. Nobody freaking owes you that because you're not, you're not finna go around hurting people's feelings and being rude and everybody's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's okay. It's cool. It's because she's from this place. Don't nobody give a fuck. Don't nobody care. No one cares. They don't. And until I feel like a lot of people, especially me, until I was faced with the fact that I was the reason why I didn't have the system that I wanted, that's what made me want to change. When I realized everybody else that I was friends with was still friends and they just was not friends with me, <laughs> that's when I realized the problem is you, Kerlisha. So a lot of y'all need to realize, oh, oh, I don't make, gr- girls are not good friends to me. I just always lose friends. Baby, it might be you. It really might be you. You need to sit down and really think, is it me? Yes. And baby, the answer is yes. I'm going to answer for you right now. Yes. If you keep losing friends and everybody else that you was friends with is still friends and just kicked you out the girl group, baby, it's you. <laughs> baby, it is you. I'm sorry. It's a hard truth to realize, baby. It is you. So when you become an adult and you leave your hometown and you leave that shit behind, you have to shift in order to make friends. I'm not saying don't be you. That's not what I'm saying. But it's certain shit that you learn from childhood and you learn from your hometown that need, that need to be left in your hometown. That need to be left there at your parents' house. It needs to be left there. Because like I said, don't nobody care where you came from. Okay, you came from there and you feel like that's how you're supposed to act. You go back home and be friends with the people there. Because around here, they don't, it don't cut it. That might have worked as, as a teenager. But in adulthood, don't bring that here. Because it's not going to cut it. That being rude stuff, it's not going to cut it. No. Because I don't have to take that from you. <laughs> that's what people going to feel like. They won't feel like, I don't have to take this from you. I already have all this 100 million things going on. And you want me to take this from you. Like I said, that those toxic behaviors lead them at home, at your, at your mama and daddy house. That's where they belong. That's their address. Don't bring them into adulthood because nobody's, it's not going to be, it's not going to work out for you. I promise you. You'll be left alone. And no, no matter how strong you are as a person, nobody wants to be alone. Nobody. You might think you're big and bad in the beginning, like, yeah, these soldiers don't want to be my friend because I'm real. No, you're rude. And I'm talking to myself. Being real and being rude are two different things. You can be real and not be rude. Remember that. So, in order to realize that you've been a bad friend, as I've been saying before, one, if all your friends are still friends and you just got kicked out of the girl group, it's you. If people are constantly telling you that... You're hurting their feelings. Like, they understand the message that you're trying to give them. But you're being rude or you're being insensitive. You're the bad friend. If every time you go through something, you expect people to come run to your aid. But when people are going through through stuff, you are not there. You're a bad friend. Okay? If you only talk to people when you need something, you're a bad friend. If you do stuff for people, you know? And you expect them to be nice to you because you did something nice. You're not nice. You're an asshole. And you're manipulative. Because you want to do nice things and to have people as pawns for you. So don't do nice things unless you actually want to do them. 
not because you want people to that to reward you for the things that you've done do the nice things because you want them not because you feel like you deserve something afterwards just it's pointless if you're going to do something nice do it because you want to not because you want a reward okay and lastly if you feel as though your life is more important more stressful than the people that you're friends with you are a bad friend and you don't have any friends because you're not you're a narcissist you have what you think are fans this whole quote unquote main character stuff Y'all who are calling yourselves main characters and your friends are side characters, y'all are sick. I want you to really sit and think and close your eyes and imagine. You being around a group of people that you care about and you saying, oh, I'm the main character. You guys' storylines are just wrapped around mine. My storyline is the most important. The movie's about me. Do you know how fucked up that sounds? I'm sorry for all the curse in this episode, but seriously, do you understand how fucked up that sounds? Really? Please stop saying that. I'm so tired of seeing that on social media. This main character bullshit, no. This is not a movie, this is real life, this is reality. Okay? We may be in a simulation, but as of right now, this is our reality. So please stop the main character bullshit. So, in order to do the work to move forward from your toxicity... You need to have some real conversations with the people you call friends and allow them to rip you to shreds. <laughs> Sometimes a lot of us need to be told what we're doing wrong. If you don't see it for yourself, you need to say, hey, I realize that I haven't shown up for you in the best ways. How can I support you and do better as a friend? How would you like for me to show up for you? Are you going through anything right now? You need to reach out to your friends. You need to check on them constantly okay you need to ask how you can be more supportive you need to hang out you know that's something i need to do for sure to make time for my friends because a friendship like any other relationship needs to be worked on y'all child put in all the work for your boyfriend and your girlfriend but your friends be just left tang dry they're a relationship too and they deserve love and they deserve support just as you want them to support you so remember that all relationships Friendships are relationships, and all relationships need work. See you next week, guys. Thanks for listening.